Hi, welcome to a brand new episode of Kaskura Podcast. I'm with you, Rama. And I'm Anuja. Hi. Hi. So, Anuja, what are we talking about? Today, we're going to be talking about a highly requested topic, mm. and it is called drum rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Scholarships. Scholarships. Yay. I'm really excited about this topic. Scholarship, just to give you an idea, we want to see what kind of scholarship do international students qualify for uh, coming to America or if they're already here in America, mm-hmm. uh, going to already in school or applying for their grad school. We want you to um, see what are the best ways to find scholarship, what type of scholarships there are, and hopefully give you enough resources that you can apply for scholarship and hopefully get one. Yeah, absolutely. Like mm-hmm. scholarship is technically not free money, but mm-hmm. it's an, it's a good reward for your hard work mm-hmm. and it's, all of the you know efforts you've put in throughout yeah. your life. So there are two big chunks or two big categories of scholarships. Yes. One is need-based scholarships and the other is merit-based scholarship. Mm-hmm. Need-based is just like it says, mm-hmm. your fi- depends on your financial needs. So mm-hmm. it's purely need-based. You, you're not categorized based on how much you scored on SAT or how your grades have been. It's just purely based on what your financial necessity is. And merit-based scholarship is also, just like it says, um, depends on how skillful you are, how like um, academically successful you are, like how great your grades are, how mm-hmm. well you scored on test scores. Or it can also be artistic scholarship or like how good of an artist you are mm-hmm. or like if there's a potential or an athlete, athletic scholarship. So yes. anything that has to do with your, your ability. Yes, definitely. And just because your grades aren't the best, don't think that you don't qualify for scholarship there are so many Mm -hmm. need-based scholarship too that we definitely want to want you to research and hopefully apply yeah and even in merit-based scholarship I feel like um, it's a more wholesome package Mm -hmm. because they don't just look at one particular thing suppose Mm -hmm. if you your grades are terrible but you scored high on your SATs that might be a factor to consider and your extracurricular activities your recommendations your your essay how strong of an essay you can write so it's all a big package and Mm -hmm. all of the factors need to be considered equally Mm -hmm. and we're we're going to try to uh, touch on the the main points what you need for our scholarship in this episode. Uh, first, let us guide you to the steps of finding a scholarship. So uh, first thing I would say is check your prospective school- schools, right? If you haven't applied for any schools or if you have applied already, um, check the school's website, just search for a scholarship in their uh, website and you'll hopefully find something. Mm-hmm. The second thing is that if you're already enrolled in a school, you can ask your academic advisor and they will be definitely a good resource to give you some idea on what scholarships uh, there are available. Yeah, even if you're starting out as a freshman, mm-hmm. you can always um, email your uh, international student counselor and ask them, hey, if there is any like scholarships Scholarship, for freshmen, yeah. because my little brother, when he applied to college here in Jersey, he mm-hmm. got a presidential scholarship, but obviously he had a he had a good academic standing and he scored really well in his SATs and he's a good writer too that's so it was a nice mix of everything Everything. but it's always good to be curious because there are different tiers of scholarships that you can definitely qualify for there's definitely scholarship for photojournalist you know Mm -hmm. everything like in America you should definitely look into whatever field you're going into And another way you can find scholarship is uh, if you dig into your network, like ask someone like 
hopefully we're in your network too by now. Yeah. <laughs> so ask us. And also you can try, like we said, the college portals. You can find these portals having information about not the college's website, uh, the scholarship, but scholarship sponsored by other people. Organizations. Yeah. yeah. Third or, party sponsor. Yes, yeah. Definitely. And a good like rule of thumb or not really rule of thumb, a good rule to have before you start applying, looking for scholarships is to have a good solid list of colleges you want to apply to. And, Definitely. and before making that list, you have to consider what your priorities are, what kind of program you're looking mm -hmm. for, how much you can afford, like what kind of uh, living conditions you can afford. Have a good list of colleges that you'd like to apply to on an Excel sheet. That's your best friend. Mm -hmm. Have their website next to it, like, like write the due date, the deadline, like what part of the process you're in, mm -hmm. like have you written the essay, have you uh, contacted somebody, mm -hmm. like have all of those details listed so yes. you keep track of where you're applying and exactly. how much money you're spending. Because exactly. some sometimes when you apply to colleges, the cost of application can be $100. Yeah. Not for scholarship, just for applying for college. And also uh, the cost of uh, application. I don't know for international student, but sometimes when you're in here, when I was applying for grad school, um, based on your financial situation, you can ask for the college fees to be waived. Yeah. So you can do that as well. Well, right? application fee. Application college fee. Application college fee. application fee. College application fee. Not the college fee. fee. Yes. So uh, the next segment we want to kind of join in and jump into is kind of give you an idea of what are the document that you need and how to prep for it. Um, so do you want to elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, first things first, every scholarship will require you to give them a reasoning as to why you deserve to have that scholarship. Yes. So statement of purpose, writing an essay, whatever question they ask, you have to... Sometimes they will have elaborate questions or they'll have three or four or five mm -hmm. questions that you need to cover in that essay. Mm -hmm. um, be mindful of that. Always I would recommend writing anecdotal essays where you describe your experiences and try to like find a fit between the scholarship, the college and your own personality and your yeah. experiences. Yeah. Uh, the next thing would be to do like extensive research on like to find out what kind of values the college actually presents. Yeah, has. Yeah, yeah. definitely a lot of colleges here in America, you know, some colleges are are determined to have more women in their XYZ field, let's say business or tech or ha get more, you know, international student in their digital marketing program or uh, stuff like that. So do some research. If those motto of these colleges align with what you're kind of looking for, you can definitely apply to those colleges and apply to the scholarship that they definitely yeah. or 99% of the time they will have some kind of yeah. um, program to assist you. Yeah. Um, and another thing about a good essay is that just tell a true story, right? You come from this country where you're trying to come to America and go to school here. Uh, and that's already a very promising uh, subject or a story that you're determined to make something out of yourself. So Elaborate more on that. Also, be sure um, when you are writing these essays, essays that you um, write something about how, um, you know, you getting that scholarship is going to help you personally and also help you help the community. I think that's a very important yeah. point that people are looking for. Yeah, as yeah. long as, as cliche as it sounds, they are looking for that mm -hmm. in the hindsight. Yes. and. You don't have to go about it the same route like everybody else yes. does. Everybody has their own journey and mm -hmm. you should definitely try to like make yourself stand out. Definitely. Like Anuja said already, you know, like 
volunteering helps, right? If you were volunteering somewhere or if you worked somewhere, that definitely shows as a good thing in your resume or your um, college essay at this point. Speaking of resume, actually a lot of scholarship, even as a freshman, Mm -hmm. a lot of scholarship um, applications require you to have a resume. So have that in mind. Like it doesn't have to be a professional resume. Mm -hmm. Obviously you're in high school, you're not going to be working a professional job, but Mm -hmm. if you have volunteering experience, if you have had scholarships in the past, mention all of those things and what kind of courses and classes you took in the past. Yeah. And also Nepal um, is a very sports active country, right? We play a lot of soccer and I used to play a lot of, uh, I used to participate in high jump and long mm-hmm. jump, and yeah. I didn't put all all of that in my yeah. um, school essay. But or I should track have. running. Yes, yeah. yeah. So you put all of that achievement any in any field is is a good indication that you're you know motivated and driven. So try to include that in your essay. Oh, also leadership. Leadership. Like if yes. If you're a member of a club or mm-hmm. if you held a like a governing position yeah. or a leadership leadership position in that club, mm-hmm. uh, you can do that. Like yeah. when I went to high school in St. Mary's, mm-hmm. we had writing club, we had drama club, mm-hmm. we had dance club, all Debate these clubs. Club, yeah. Debate club, yeah. So if you're part of that, you definitely can mention some mm-hmm. of those things too. Some of those, yes, for sure. And also sometimes the, uh, the colleges will ask like, why do you want to come to the school and why should we offer you this scholarship? So mm-hmm. be, uh, be very articulate. Try to answer all the questions that they're asking. If they already has a format for the scholarship essay, just mm-hmm. make sure you answer all the questions. And this is very important that you stick to the word count. If they're saying 500 words or less, stick to that. Mm-hmm. Write a draft and proofread it. Proofread mm-hmm. it 10 times. Yeah. Uh, there are softwares like Grammarly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Google also provides some kind of, or Microsoft Word has these spell and grammar check. Uh, make sure you run your essay through that and make sure there's no grammar error because mm-hmm. that's a big no-no, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. You do not want to give them a, an impression of irresponsibility. Yes. It yeah. has to be It has to be near perfect. Yeah. And because the competition is so high, so high yeah. you have to make yourself stand out. And yeah. like one of the baselines to even like start even being the competition is by making mm-hmm. everything accurate, be punctual in turning in everything mm-hmm. and collecting everything that you need, all the documents, all the information. So just be timely. It's very important. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the base baseline. And then after that, what co- comes, jumps up is your experience, your mm-hmm. personality, um, your, your grades, story, your yes, story, yes. your essay, all of those things. Yes, and uh, usually another uh, technical thing that you need is uh, SAT uh, IELTS or TOEFL scores. Yeah. So these are a few things that, um, you know, having higher score in these things might help. Mm-hmm. One of the good thing of American education system is that it doesn't really um, look at what you have, your what your grade is right now, but mm-hmm. what is the pattern. So if you were declining or if you were a really, you know, average kid, but you're really trying to get higher grades. So they look at that format and that progression. So if you have some good score, that definitely helps. um, And try to score a little bit higher on your TOEFL than IELTS. Yeah. Yeah. These days, colleges are becoming a lot more lenient in terms of not requiring SATs, but Mm -hmm. we would highly recommend taking the SATs and doing well in it because it lasts, what, three or five years? Uh, Five five years. years. I, I took um, I took GRE. It yeah. lasts five, five years. years. Yeah. yeah, so it lasts for a long for a stretch while, of time. Yes. So if you just take it, and if you decide to transfer colleges, then mm-hmm. you can reuse it. Yeah, 
as as a, a added bonus. Yeah. Make sure you prepare for the scholarship. Like if the due date is in April, make sure you prepare three, four, five months ahead of the time. Because oh, yeah. uh, one of the things that makes it very important for you to prep early is recommendation, right? Mm-hmm. So you, uh, you, oftentimes you're required by your work manager or your professors or your uh, closely non-related person to give you a recommendation and uh, give them some time to come up with a good recommendation for you. So if you're doing everything last minute, you're putting more pressure on these people who are recommending you and it definitely doesn't look like a good way to mm-hmm. manage time which doesn't look good on your way of working so make sure you um, have a lot of time before the deadline of the application mm-hmm. and make sure you have a good relationship with your college or your teachers um, a college professors or your teachers and or the college staffs right so yeah. they can write some nice recommendation for you yeah and always n- never ever burn your bridges especially mm-hmm. in a professional setting yes i know there's not much of a professional setting when you are just out of high school mm-hmm. but always um be respectful of yes. your teachers i like i know we're taught this from a very early age to be very respectful to our to, to our teacher it's not always possible some teachers can be extremely mean for no reason mm-hmm. But it's always good to have at least four or five teachers on your court so they can actually like help you and give yeah. you a good recommendation. Yeah. And even in college, like I have uh, a teacher in my computer science in Baruch College called Abu something. Mm-hmm. I forgot his last name. It's very hard to pronounce. <laughs> yeah. I still am connected with him on LinkedIn and I ask him a few career questions and he's still responding and looking out for, for me. So yeah. it's it's definitely a good thing to maintain a good relationship and it's understandable sometimes the teachers are a little difficult to deal with and uh, it's your choice but definitely maintaining a good relationship is good (laughs) yeah because this kind of like plays in the long term as well because once you're done with your college especially for international students it's Mm -hmm. hard to find work yeah so if you have professors who have a good network of uh, mm-hmm. like professionals, they can definitely put your foot in the door, like help mm-hmm. you get your foot in the door. Yeah, your brother, right? One yeah. of his professor recommended yeah. him. So for an uh, interview, for, for an interview. So that was that was a good way of networking with yeah. you and me. Because yes. like getting an interview is a big deal. Like mm-hmm. here they screen your resume, mm-hmm. they do a phone call interview, they do in-person, like multiple mm-hmm. layers of interviews, even for an internship position. Mm-hmm. So always keep in mind that you want to have people on your side and yes. you want to build a network. Yes, definitely. So now we've given you a few tips on what is needed for scholarships and um, how to go about it. few things we want to do. Uh, so what we want to do is warn you about few things so uh first of all first warning is never ever trust an organization or a service that tells you oh we'll guarantee you a scholarship because mm-hmm. nothing is guaranteed exactly. <laughs> because these people are not issuing you your scholarship so they should not guarantee you and if they are there's a high possibility that that person's just trying to you know, get a fee from you or trying to use you for some other purpose. I think like most of the scholarship applications are free, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're applying for college. Yes. Um, so be mindful of that. And if somebody asks you to give them your financial information mm-hmm. or your bank account number, don't do it. Yeah. Um, I would double check yeah. Um, yeah. everything before. This, this reminds me, you know, f- filing for DV lottery is yeah. free. 
You yeah. know how many <laughs> there are so many companies in Nepal who yeah. run Char- on filing for DV lottery. Yes, it is very tedious and you have to be mindful of a lot of things which I think that's what the service is for, mm-hmm. but DV lottery is free and also a lot most of these scholarship that you apply for yeah. are are free They'd to apply. Be free. Yes. <laughs> If there's companies that's asking for your personal information, mm-hmm. be very aware because yeah. in this day of data privacy, you know, you kind of have to protect your own data. So yeah. make sure you don't just fall into that trap of yeah. giving out information to anyone. Yeah, especially if there's no option to opt out. Yeah. Because when you go shopping, they always try to like get you to subscribe to their email list. Yes. And there is an option to cross that pop-up box yeah. and move on it's hidden somewhere yeah in gray but yep. yeah there's usually an option exactly yeah. so if there is no like opt-out then definitely don't mm-hmm. go for it mm-hmm. and always i mean i would always trust like dot edu or your mm-hmm. your own dot colleges org, yes. yeah colleges uh, portal yeah. yeah mostly yeah there's a, a website actually called scholarship uh mm-hmm. it's scholarship db as in database.net which i think has a lot of these scholarship all over the world uh, i really trust that and final few tips mm-hmm. um for students who live here are already here going to college who have a green card or a citizen are a citizen you can always apply for fafsa mm-hmm. sometimes you might get grants based mm-hmm. on your needs or sometimes you'll get a student loan obviously mm-hmm. student loan is better than other uh, forms of borrowing mm-hmm. in america but again like i would still stay away but it is yes. definitely comparatively a lot less interest rate than uh, what you would be charged by a credit card company or a bank or a private company yeah. yes for sure and plus they give you 6 months uh, grace period mm-hmm. after you graduate from college to find a job and then start paying that's good yeah loans. definitely in the end like i think this mm-hmm. is the last tip i mm-hmm. wanted to mention okay um I found out about this when I was applying for college in America, coming trying to come here. I found about it very last minute. Um, this organization, United States Education Foundation of Nepal, mm-hmm. they have a lot of resources. They have advisors. They have, they, you can ask them questions about how to apply. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of resources there, so and it's free of like free service. So yes. definitely make use of that if you're coming fresh, like from Nepal. Um, to to us mm-hmm. and then other con- other international students also like a lot of countries have this organization Service, yes. yeah yeah united states education foundation just research for that and also the fulbright education right that yeah. was another resource mm-hmm. that we found for nepali student that you can look in yeah fulbright scholarship is great like you get yeah. a full ride you get everything paid i did for. not know that <laughs> me neither i've met a brazilian student when i was in grad school who mm-hmm. got a fulbright scholarship and mm-hmm. he was so happy like yeah yeah. So th- this is why we're doing this podcast. So the things that we didn't know coming here, uh, we can tell you about it and you can use these resources. Yep. Hopefully it helps. Yeah. Yep. And we have a lot of um, links and websites that we didn't mention in the podcast mm-hmm. because it would be silly mm-hmm. too. So it's going to be all in our description box mm-hmm. um, in our YouTube channel. Yes. We're going to post it on our blog post in yep. Medium and it'll be we'll mention it on our social media. Yes, we'll definitely put all these information in our social media. And yeah, feel free to DM us or email us about any questions that you have yeah absolutely and a final few words um is that you may review a hundred scholarships before you find one Mm -hmm. that applies to you Mm -hmm. be patient stay on the course be positive and eventually you'll uncover a good match and you'll appreciate all your research when you secure some good scholarships because you have to be patient it's a process it's like having a Mm -hmm. full-time job yes and it's you're not going to apply to one and just get it right away so 
be okay with the rejection. That's the one thing you have yeah. to And apply to di- like different. multiple ones. Yes. Like don't put all your eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. Put your eggs in different baskets. <laughs> <laughs> That's the moral of the story. Anyway, so hopefully this episodes of scholarship for international student was helpful for you. Um, we did a lot of research uh, to put all these materials together and if you have any question reach out to us we'll give you more insights on how to make uh, your scholarship um like how to get a scholarship and how to make these essays more valid for your scholarship yeah. so hopefully oh it helps. dude i totally forgot to what? mention this so for example you got an academic scholarship mm-hmm. suppose um you got a presidential scholarship mm-hmm. where you get six thousand taken off your tuition right mm-hmm. but there's a caveat you have to maintain a certain grade point average yes. so yeah. if the requirement is 3.5 gpa you have to maintain that every single semester if you don't your scholarship will be taken away yeah, that's a that's a great point because a lot of these scholarship comes with uh, this. You can get this amount of X Y Z grant, but you will have to yeah. take X Y Z classes or maintain grades, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you said. But yeah, yeah, that's a great point. I mean, there are other forms of it as well, where mm-hmm. you get a chunk of money towards mm-hmm. your education, mm-hmm. or there is like semester based. Yes. So it it just depends on what you get. So you have to be conscious of that. And yes, definitely. Not fall off the wagon yes <laughs> all <laughs> um, right so with that we would like to wrap up our episode um thank you so much for listening to us uh please don't forget to subscribe to us on youtube channel we have our uh, all our videos there feel free to watch our old videos it's very informa- informative we are on instagram our um, instagram hook is Cascara podcast uh, our twitter is Cascara podcast too and of course our youtube channel is Cascara podcast and our Facebook. Yes, I feel like we millennials are forgetting. Kind of drifting away from <laughs> forgetting Facebook. Facebook, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're in Facebook too. Our Facebook page is Cascara Podcast. Yep. And the blog post? Blog post, yeah. It's Cascara Podcast. Uh, <laughs> and we're, we blog on Medium. It's a great um, forum. <clears throat> Sponsor us. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we're on Medium too. We we try to write a blog about each episode about, uh, you know, anything we missed here or yeah. any resources. Like we're going to put a bunch of resources for this episode. Um, so feel free to read our blog if you don't have time to watch or listen to it. Um, and yeah. That's about it. That's about it. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm with you, Rama. Bye.